live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harold. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. According to official tallies, Carrie Lake lost her bid to become the next Arizona governor by just over 17,000 votes. That's a tiny margin in a big state. Now Lake is suing the state's election officials. She says many ballots were not properly counted. She also says her opponent, then Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, worked illegally with big tech to silence voters online. And for the record, that appears to be true. Lake is also citing widespread printer failures in Maricopa County, also true. She says they prevented people from voting. Maricopa County claimed they didn't stop anyone from voting, but has not responded further. We reached out to Kitty Hobbs' office and got no reply at all. Carrie Lake joins us tonight. Carrie Lake, thanks so much for coming on. Um, so Maricopa County, is, as far as I understand it, does not deny that a huge number of Printers didn't work on Election Day, but they're saying it had no effect? Well, and it, it had a huge effect, obviously, Tucker. Our, our voters were showing up on Election Day. That was no secret. And the minute the polls opened, the wheels fell off. The uh, ballot printers weren't working. There wasn't enough toner in the printers. The tabulators weren't working. It became a debacle. And the lines started forming right away. Some of the lines, three hours, four hours, five hours. And there's video of people walking out of line. People told us, and this is in our lawsuit, that they showed up. They couldn't even find parking because the Parking lots were full and the lines were long and many people didn't even get to vote. And those who did vote when they went up to, uh, you know, get the printer out, the printer didn't have toner in it. So the uh, the ballots weren't dark enough. And our voters were showing up and voting three to one to uh, on for me on Election Day. We vote for a full month in Arizona with early ballots. And on Election Day, when the Republicans showed up, the election day voting was sabotaged, and that's what our case is going to prove. It's a 70-page lawsuit that reads like a real crime novel, and it's shocking what they did. The man who runs Maricopa County elections ran a PAC. He actually started a PAC raising thousands of dollars to defeat me, and he's running our elections. And then my opponent oversees all the elections in Arizona. It was a conflict of interest, and not only was Katie Hobbs working with big tech to censor people, the man who runs Maricopa County elections, they were also censoring people as well online. I don't, th I don't think anyone d denies that a lot of the voting m machinery didn't work on Election Day. I mean, I don't think that's a controversial point that you're making an observation. But weren't they tested all the day before? 
They are supposed to be tested, but they, they weren't tested. They weren't tested in the appropriate way. And they didn't have the basics like toner in these machines. I mean, this is real basic stuff. It's not like we don't know when Election Day is. We can figure out when Election Day is from here to eternity. And they were not prepared. And we're, we will have uh, an expert testifying that this could not have happened by accident. There had to be malicious intent. We have an excellent court case, and we had our first hearing yesterday and set up a time for our trial to begin. And it will be next Tuesday, and we will be presenting a lot of evidence. We have four whistleblowers, one that worked for a company called Runbeck, who said there were 300,000 ballots inserted into the, uh, into the system that had no chain of custody. Others who were in the voter um, uh, signature verification department said tens of thousands of ballots were rejected because there were no signatures or scribbles, and they somehow got thrown in and counted anyways. There are a plethora of problems that went down in Maricopa County, and if somebody doesn't stand up and say, we can't have our elections being run this way, then we'll never have another fair election. I mean, 60 percent of the polling places on election day were inoperational or non-functioning, when do we stop and say enough is enough? Would it have to get to 80%, 90%, 100%? When do we say we need to have our elections run fair? I completely agree with you. And if you care about democracy, this would be the top of your list. I'm glad you're doing this. Carrie Lake, right. thank you for telling us about it tonight. Good to see you. Thanks, Tucker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, uh, broadcasting from New Hampshire. Thank you very much for being here. It is a blessing. It is an honor. Let's get right to it. First of all, I want to thank Tucker Carlson right now on air. I want to thank him for having Carrie Lake come on and giving her four minutes to explain exactly what happened and exactly what their court case is and exactly what their plan is and who they have to come and testify. I'm absolutely, um, I'm so happy that Tucker was able to do that on Fox News because up until now, Fox News has not allowed any, and I'm not saying shout out to Fox News, I'm saying shout out to Tucker, okay? Not Fox News, Tucker. Thank you, Tucker, for putting this on Fox News. Because nobody else on Fox News talks about election theft. Nobody puts somebody on for four minutes to explain exactly how they stole it, exactly what they're going to prove in court, and exactly what the remedy is going to be. So I'm so very glad that Tucker was able to do that. Big shout out to him. Now, what I'm not glad about is Trump's big announcement. Like, I love Trump, but seriously, when you're going to play the media like that, you also play us like that when you're talking about a major announcement. And we sat here last night in all these high hopes. And really, we get trading cards. Like, I get it. I get it. But come on. Come on. America needs a hero. And then we get Trump, like, what are they, NFTs, digital trading cards, like baseball cards. Now, that's good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Get the youth involved. Uh, but that's, come. I mean, I would be lying if I said that I was happy with that big announcement. I would be lying if I said, oh, I'm so happy with that big announcement. I know there's no sound on Roku. That is nothing that we can do on our end. Thank you for bringing it to our attention, but there's nothing that we can do. It is a Roku issue. We've sent the issue to them. We pray that they fix it. God, thank you that we have Rumble, which is where we would love you to watch if you can anyway. You can even get the Rumble app on your smart TV. That's it right there. 
That's the Rumble app on my smart TV right there. So if Roku or Fire Stick is having problems and you have a smart TV, find the Rumble app, don't uh, download it, and you can watch it on your big TV as well. And then you can comment uh, on your mobile app or your laptop at the same time. So I thank you for bringing that to our attention. But again, it's nothing that we're going to be able to do about it here. Again, very, 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 very um, displeased with that major announcement. Okay, I had a dream Sabrina was pregnant. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Keep those dreams to yourself. I'm just kidding. Uh, We definitely don't want that to happen. Um, And if anybody knows what it's like being married for a while, there's almost no chance of that happening anyways. So I think we're I think we're good there. Of course, the last time that that happened, we were being about as cautious as you can be. And it still happened. Uh, But yes, I know. I see everybody feels the same thing that we feel. Okay, Um, about that major announcement. Very disappointing. I was really looking for something that was, you know, relative uh, to, you know, the battlefield. Uh, So hopefully, um, hopefully we'll start getting those announcements very soon. Very soon. Let's put the Rumble chat up real quick before we go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, because the Rumble chat is so very important, especially for those people who are watching on digital TV uh, somewhere around the world. Maybe they're not watching on Rumble. It's very important for them to see the LFA family in action here on Rumble. So there we go. What a stupid announcement. I agree. What the heck? Not cool. I agree. I was PO'd about Trump, says Nurse. I was too. He's already got a baseball team. Uh, Lily was meant to be here, Jeremy. Yes, she was. Lily was meant to be here, 100%. Kristen, I'm very disappointed about the announcement from Trump. So am I. I missed the announcement. It's baseball cards, trading cards, Trump hero cards. Trump's big announcement was a card collection. Crazy. What was the announcement? It was that he's got digital card collections, like little digital NFTs. I don't care about trading cards at all. Neither do I. Uh, So I'm glad that most of you feel the same way I do. Look, I'm not mad at it. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Like, not cool. Not cool. Especially when all of us, you, myself, when we're all out here fighting, fighting and fighting and fighting to the point where we could literally, you know, be killed in some some situations. And uh, we hear about baseball cards. Anyway, happy birthday, uh, Texas Deb. Is, that, is it your birthday? Whose birthday is it? I know we did a birthday this morning on the Rise Up show. Uh, Texas, Deb's, Texas Deb's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Texas Deb. Happy birthday to you. Now, Script Doll says, uh, I bet he's trying to sidetrack. Well, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. And I'm sure he's also trying to bring a smile to people's faces during the holiday seasons, a holiday season. But hey, we're on the battlefield here. We, we expect Trump to also be on the battlefield on our level. Amen. Not that difficult, right? All right. Let's get to the verse of the day today. We read from this verse this morning. It is. Uh, I, I apologize. I kind of messed up the verse, the, the newsletter a little. It is actually Mark 16, 14 through 18. Mark 16, 14 through 18. Okay, so let's get into that. I titled the verse of the day, All Corners of the World. All Corners of the World. Afterward, he appeared to the 11, the 11 themselves as they were reclining at a table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world. 
and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Now, with the baptism that Jesus is talking about here is not the full immersion underwater. He's talking about baptized in the spirit of Christ. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. We talked about yesterday and this morning. And they will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Jesus told us the exact hour that he, was, he would make his return here on earth. When the whole of the world in every corner and all of creation has heard the gospel. That is why LFA TV is so important, you guys. Outside of politics, we dive into our Christian faiths daily and we use technologies and social media in order to spread that. Unfortunately, most of the people who do not, or I mean, most of the people who watch the show, but do not share it or do not engage, well, hopefully one day they will, and they will understand how important their role actually is. It's every bit as important as it was for the disciples. We are Jesus's new disciples, and it's our commandment from the Lord and Savior that we do our best to spread the good news to all who will hear it. Then and only then will Jesus make his return and start the eradication of evil that has this world in a stranglehold. We need far more than we need far more Christian Bible-based schools out there willing to accept non-believers. We talked about that this morning on Rise Up. The two different uh, the two different type of Christian schools are the ones that only accept believers and the ones that are open to all. We need more that are open to all. After all, what would Jesus do? You know what I'm saying? That doesn't sound, um, oh, those are called mission schools. Uh, there are so many that do not allow belie- uh, non-believers, and they only allow believers. That doesn't sound Jesus-like to me. Churches need to get back to basics and stop with all the woke ideologies as well. This is a big issue in our world today. False doctrine and anti-commandment rhetoric flow from our churches, and it needs to stop ASAP. Pastors and church leaders are too worried about their image, their reputation in the community, and their tax-exempt status to stand up for the word of God. This is harmful to the good news, and it's only prolonging Jesus' return. So let's do our best, starting today, to speak about God every day, no matter how uncomfortable it makes people. If they don't hear the truth, they will never know the truth. You have to be crafty and cautious by not Excuse me, you may have to be crafty and cautious, but by not injecting the cure to their spiritual disease into their lives, they will never, ever, ever recover and step out of sin. So let's work on this together. And if you are one of those who do not participate in sharing these videos and this message daily, then you are only the weakest link in the armor of God. And the faster you correct that, the faster we can usher in a path for Jesus to make his return. In his holy name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not give people the cure for the disease, they will not know that they w- there is a cure for the disease. Keep letting people live in sin. Keep not allowing people to get this message. Keep not allowing people to get this show and, 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 and open their eyes and ears and their hearts up to this message and will only prolong Jesus' return. And that is not what we're called to do. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is so much work we all can do. Pray. This country and this world needs prayer. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to all of you. Thank you for being here. It's time to start the show. God bless you. I hope you have your field of greens. I know that we've got uh, Wildberry in here. And somebody sent back uh, some field of greens that they can't use. So we're going to be picking somebody to send that to uh, in the next couple days, okay? Today and tomorrow. So ladies and gentlemen, let's, uh, let's have our first slurp of our field of greens instead of our first slurp of coffee today. Here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not joined in the Field of Greens Challenge, please do so by going to fieldofgreens.com right now and using your promo code LFA. Let's get to it, folks. First and foremost section of the day, the Albert Sensor System. Has anybody ever heard of that? Thank you, Suzanne, very much for the $30. God bless you so very much. And $10 from Nick. Thank you so very much. Has anybody heard of the Albert Sensor System? If you've never heard of it before, I want somebody who's got quick fingers to type this into the comment section so that people look at this so they understand this, okay? The Albert Sensor System. Very important that everybody knows what this is. Let's get into it. The Albert Sensor System, okay, is how government and 501c3 uh, companies track real-time election data in 90% of the U.S. And it was put into effect by the Department of Homeland Security after Trump won in 2016. Very important. If the federal government lied about their censorship, which we now know to be 100% true, what other election initiatives are they lying to us about? So let's look at their program created to gain access to local election data in real time. Around 2011, very important story, guys, and you've got to share this out because the more we know, the better. Knowledge is power. And the problem with the news, the problem with these stupid loser outlets, they do not give you the truth because they want to be sugarcoated for their sponsors or they want to be sugarcoated for their salaries, okay? That's not how we do things on LFA TV. And I think the most of you understand that at this point, amen? All right, around 2011, the Department of Homeland Security created their own uh, intrusion detection system called the ALBERT system, A-L-B-E-R-T, the ALBERT system sensor. It's part of the larger Einstein system that protects federal agencies from cyber risks. ALBERT is a black box server that is installed on a county's network. It collects the traffic flowing on their election network and it transmits this data to a nonprofit in New York. The Department of Homeland Security selected this nonprofit to monitor all the election data from across the United States of America. It is analyzed around the clock with the hope that they can alert jurisdictions 
if they find any malicious traffic on their network. Malicious traffic. Few election networks had the system prior to 2016. However, after Donald Trump won his election, Department of Homeland Security wanted access to all local election systems. I wonder why. They quadrupled the number of Albert installations in the following two years by pressuring counties over Russia election interference. So that was, a, um, that was another benefit to their fake Russia hoax and their fake Russia collusion story was that they could use it as a justification to say, we need to do this or else the Russians are going to interfere once again. Albert censors are now in 98% of our nation's election infrastructure. That right there tells you that our elections are already federalized. They are given no dashboard uh, to see activity, no reports on what was captured, not even what Albert observed. Albert is free to a county, but they must sign an agreement that gives CISA, CISA, C-I-S-A, and we all know through the reports of Project Veritas and Twitter what they used and who they colluded with, (coughs) Katie Hobbs. This includes info about hardware configurations And yes, ladies and gentlemen, security settings. Detractors will say that Albert has major weaknesses and can be hacked. DHS Director Jay Johnson designated our elections as critical infrastructure just 14 days before Trump was sworn into office. This petty move gave the left more weapons over elections, and DHS then needed a command center for elections, so a collaboration was formed between the 501c3 nonprofit Center for Internet Security, CISA, the DHS Cybersecurity Unit, and the Election Infrastructure Government Council, EIS-GCC. All three received DHS funding, so basically you're paying to allow this to happen, but DHS tasked only the nonprofit CIS to run the new election infrastructure information in New York, sharing and uh, analysis center, um, and CTO Brian Calkin said that E.I. Isaac was officially kicked off in March of 2018. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The elections are already federalized. They're already federalized. They get all election data in real time, and they control and run 98% of our election infrastructure at a federal level through the Department of Homeland Security that's funded by your taxes, and it was done to undermine somebody like Donald Trump ever winning an election again. Now, the fact that I know this and the fact that you now know this, you've got to understand that Trump knows all of this. Why isn't Fox News talking about this. Why isn't CNN, ABC, CBS, why aren't any of these reputable news stations or platforms talking about this? Why is it only LFA TV? I'll tell you why. Because we are the realest MFers in the game. How about that? And I'm sorry for any children watching out there, but you understand how serious I am about this. You understand 
I'm not a journalist. I am a reporter. I put things in a context in which you can get them, uh, take them in, understand them, and then put them to use. And people like us get killed every day. People like us that put out the truth get killed every day. So when I say MFR, I'm being about as serious as I can. I'm as serious as a heart attack. Nobody wants to report this stuff because the opportunity or the um the likelihood of something happening to them car just all of a sudden exploding out of nowhere you know what i mean i'm telling you ladies and gentlemen this business right here is not for the weak it is not for the weak i'm trying to see some of your comments they go so fast ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry They don't give you the news. That's why. Exactly. They don't give you the news. They give you news. It's their news. It's not actual news. It's not truth. We report truth here. I report truth. Sean and Kevin report truth. Mike Crispy and Frankie, they report truth. Anna reports truth. And you want to know something? Do you want to know why we're not Fox News large? Because we will never be that big. The truth will never be that big. It's kind of like those mega churches, right? In reality, those megachurches are not preaching what the truth. Because the truth is preached in churches that only have 50 people in them. That's the reality of truth, ladies and gentlemen. And we're always going to bring it to you. And we're never going to stop. And you want to know something? We don't need these large corporations to fund us because we have you. That's why we are a viewer-funded show. So that we can always say the truth. We're never going to stop. No matter the cost. Albert Sensor Systems. Say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. Albert Sensor Systems. One more time. Albert Sensor Systems. This needs to stop. And unless House Republicans are going to look into this and do something about it, then they're not worth the, the, the paper that their name is printed on. Period. Moving on. The, J, uh, the January 6th chairman has been forced to withdraw a subpoena against Verizon for Mike Lindell's phone records after he sued Nancy Pelosi. Now, let's stop right there with that headline. Let me read it one more time for you, and then we'll get into the story. Chairman of the January 6th committee witch hunt has withdrawn a subpoena against Verizon for Mike Lindell's phone records after he sued Nancy Pelosi. Now, why would a lawsuit on Nancy Pelosi stop a subpoena for phone records of Mike Lindell? Why? Can anybody in any way, shape, or form take a good guess? Let's pop up the Rumble Chat. One of my favorite things to do here now that we have this Rumble Chat going is to see what you guys say, see what you guys think. Here we go. I've asked the question, why... Why, why, why would a subpoena be removed and retracted from from Benny Thompson of the January 6th committee to Mike Lindell to get all of his phone records after, after he sued Nancy Pelosi? Let's see what people say here. Um, Trump's announcement is supposed to be at 11 a.m. today. It was. It was trading cards. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, moving on. Uh, Albert censored system is exactly that's exactly what it should be called i know there's a lag here so i'm just waiting for you guys to chime in what is the connection yes jeremy some pastors are very weak i have no clue i'll never vote again it don't count lisa that is the wrong move right there for sure 
That is definitely the wrong move. And that will definitely ensure Democrats continue to win. You can't stop voting. You got to fix the problems. Um, Was he spoofing FTX? Have no idea. They might find out Nancy's husband really got hammered. Piss pants Pelosi. She's guilty of everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's break it down. If you sue somebody and you take them to court, you have an opportunity for discovery. And Nancy Pelosi being riddled in this January 6th, uh, January 6th whole th- deal, uh, her involvement in it is so, so massive that no, everybody's trying to shield Nancy Pelosi as much as they possibly can. And if you open Nancy Pelosi up to any kind of discovery, well, ladies and gentlemen, all of a sudden, you get things they don't want you to get. See what I'm saying? So Nancy Pelosi being as far away from this as possible is something that they definitely want to do. So Benny Thompson has withdrawn his, uh, his subpoena. And so let's, re- let's actually read the story that was actually put up by 100% Fed Up exclusive. Okay? Um, they spoke with Mike Lindell, who explained that he sued the unselect committee almost immediately after he received their subpoena. Sorry, but you're not getting my records, Mike said. It's against the Constitution, and I wasn't even there. Mike was referring to the Capitol building, which he was nowhere near when it was breached. Fortunately, Mike Lindell, who is... Uh, who is de- who has, is despised by the mainstream media, was being interviewed by the media when the incident occurred. It was a bitterly cold day at the Ellipse. Mike headed back to his hotel room after listening to his good friend, President Donald J. Trump, but that didn't stop the unselect committee, as Mike calls them, from using his presence in D.C. as an excuse to go after his phone records. And then Mike goes on to say courage is contagious after he explained that after he sued Nancy Pelosi, several others followed suit. He also said that he'd love to be invited to sit down with their unselect committee and show evidence of election fraud. According to Mike Lindell, January 6th unselect committee tried to come after him for a meeting that was held on January 5th at the Trump International Hotel in Washington, D.C. Mike was out of the country at the time of the meeting. So going on offense, absolutely, absolutely pushed back on them, and they have given up their attempt to get his phone records. Why? Because they know it was bogus to begin with. But the fact that he brought Nancy Pelosi in on this, that scared the H-E double hockey sticks out of them. They do not want you anywhere uh, anywhere near her involvement in this. They've shielded her from this, and this is just a stupid attempt to try to shield her further. I say continue pushing forward, Mike Lindell. That's why we love you. That is why we shop at My Pillow. That is why we use promo codes. We prop you up so you can fight for us. Anybody out there knows Mike Lindell is one of the, if not the biggest patriots of all time. So let's go ahead right now. Do I have them? Oh, I don't even... There it is. Let's go ahead right now and let's give Mr. Mike Lindell the Smarty Award of the Day, ladies and gentlemen. Like he said, courage is contagious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day is going to go to Mr. Mike Lindell for always fighting for us. In some cases, fighting for us better than some of these elected officials that we have. So big shout out to Mike Lindell. Make sure you guys go and uh, shop. Definitely use and utilize the fact that you get an 80% overstock list, okay? MyPillow.com slash LFA takes you right to the page. Major overstock list. Go and get everything as cheap as you possibly can. Okay, Before we go to our uh, break here and and highlight one of our sponsors, I must talk about more Republicans backing away from not only McCarthy, but more Republicans backing away from their support of Ronna McDaniel for RNC chair. Her battle 
is 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 increasingly uh, getting steeper and steeper. That uphill battle that Ronda McDaniel and Kevin McCarthy are facing is getting steeper and steeper by the day. As a growing number of Republicans want to see a change in leadership at the RNC after the disappointing outcome of the 2022 midterms. Now, these are all people with a brain like you and I who understand that it was not Donald J. Trump's fault that any losses that we had. We know exactly why we have the losses that we had. We can narrow it down to the specific dollar amount and the coffers that were kept from real Republicans by Kevin McCarthy and by Mitch McChina. Now, we already know that the Texas GOP unanimously is calling for... um, for a removal of Ronna McDaniel. The Arizona GOP unanimously votes to get rid of Ronna McDaniel. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a Republican official in Nebraska is also calling on the Nebraska GOP, the chairman, uh, to to call on uh, a unanimous vote to get rid of Ronna McDaniel. You are having states, Nebraska, Arizona, Texas. I assume Florida will be next. If you have this many major states... That could be the difference of an election or not. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, bye-bye Ronna McDaniel. Can I just say that? There is no way that somebody can, t- can continue to be the, uh, the uh, RNC chair if you've got three, four, five states, big states, major swing states against you. I'm going to call it right now. We are going to see the end of Ronna McDaniel, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to see you out that door, baby, bye-bye. By the way, I hope you, just like me, have your Rise Up coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Your light medium roast, which is your American pecan or pecan, depending on where you live. And, of course, the dark, rich, gourmet taste of the Sumatra Gold. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. You can get that today. The only item on the store that you cannot get a discount on because the margin is about, well, as much integrity as our rhino Republicans have, which is about that much. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know you've heard me talk about it. You know you've heard Sean Ferris talk about it, as it is clearly his favorite product that we promote, and that is the mini chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen, the mini chainsaw. Now, I know some people have had a hard time going to this website. All you have to do is go to the description of this video, scroll down through the sponsors, find that one, and click on it. It'll take you right there. This thing is a bad, bad little machine, and what I mean by that is in bad meaning good. This thing will cut through branches about that round, ladies and gentlemen. You see, you can see that it comes with different attachments. You can buy longer blades. You can get bigger batteries. Um, the thing swivels. You can cut down pretty much anything in your backyard. And uh, it's, it's so friendly to, to people that are older, some people that are weaker, smaller. They don't want to use a whole chainsaw. This thing is awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, just go to the link in the description. Tack right LFA TV. Dot com again, or excuse me, TACRightLFATV.com, TACRightLFATV.com, T-A-C. You're going to want to get this major deal, 50% off, free shipping and handling. Get yours today because I guarantee you, your husband or your wife would love to have this bad boy, okay? Steer says, waiting for mine. So am I. So am I. It better be in my stocking. <clears throat> Miss Santa Claus, Miss Sabrina Claus, it better be in my stocking. I want to go out there and cut everything. Plus, it could be used as an assault chainsaw, too. You could probably put it in your holster, take it with you, and back off an Antifa member if you need to. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, please rumble this video and share this video right now. We have 4,300 people watching on Rumble. I would love to see a record number, 5,000, for a Thursday. And by the way, 
we do end up getting 2,000 rumbles on these videos, but we've never got 2,000 in real time. If we get 2,000 rumbles in real time today, that means just liking the video. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to do something special tomorrow to end the week. How about that? Maybe I'll do the truffle shuffle. Maybe I'll sing Christmas music dressed up as Santa Claus. Who knows? But let's see if we can get to 2,000 rumbles because only then, only then will I do it. All right, moving on. We've got to go back to Arizona for a minute, ladies and gentlemen, because Senator, uh, State Senator Sonny Borelli, his lawsuit against Maricopa County includes evidence that Maricopa County performed illegal voter signature verification. Filing and shocking exhibits are included. Let's just read a little bit of the story. You guys know that he's, this is another individual, another elected individual, by the way, who is filing a lawsuit against Maricopa County because Maricopa County has basically disenfranchised Arizonans for, for decades, for decades, especially with this supervisory uh, board that they currently have, all right? Borelli's lawsuit states that due to Maricopa County's use of unproven software programs that improperly but unavoidably influenced the judgment of poorly trained workers tasked with signature verification in violation of Arizona statutory law, once again, the voting strength of residents of Mojave County, Arizona, was diluted and their constitutional rights were violated. You want to know what's crazy about all these lawsuits from Cary Lake? from Abe Hamaday, from Mark Fincham, from Sonny Borelli, and from individuals in the state, is it all comes with proof. Not just evidence, ladies and gentlemen, proof. They've got video proof. They've got, vi they've got testimony. They've got affidavits from poll workers that back up everything that the voters were saying. I mean, they've got a level of proof here that is so unprecedented that there is no possible way don't want to say that, though, do we? But you understand what I'm saying. Very different scenario than 2020. A very different scenario. Now, True the Vote is the ones that made this shocking discovery. So big shout out to Catherine Engelbrecht once again. Big shout out to Greg Phillips once again. All right? Because State Senator, uh, State Senator Sonny Borelli filed the lawsuit on Monday against Katie Hobbs, also against Maricopa County, for disenfranchising Arizona voters by their lawless behavior in the 2022 midterm elections. Not because of their, um, you know, they're, they're, they're so unqualified for their jobs. So it's not really because of their malfeasance and it's not really because of their, their unqualified um, actions that they take and that they did it on accident just because they're stupid. We're talking criminal behavior here. Lawlessness. Lawless behavior that can be proved. When we're saying lawless behavior that can be proved, that means that they can prove intent. That's what you need in these cases. A lot of these judges were throwing things out because there was no path forward for intent. You must improve. I mean, you must prove intent in order to win these elections. In Arizona, they can prove intent. That's why it's so huge. So big shout out to Sonny Borelli. Ladies and gentlemen, please reach out to Carrie Lake in any way, shape, or form that you can. Uh, we're actually going to be bringing her back on the show for her third visit here. Um, it's just a matter of time before that happens. So... Please keep us in your prayers for that because I would love to ask Carrie some questions that other people don't ask. And uh, she's been so busy, we've not been able to get her back on. All right. Now, we open the first and foremost section today with major breaking news. We are going to give you another bit of major breaking news right now. And this is another point in the video that you're going to have to get everybody you know. You have to get their attention on this part of this video as well. All right. It's very rare that we have two big pieces of breaking news like this. But this is a big one. 
<laughs> I need a, I need a drink of coffee and a drink of Field of Greens before we get into this one. Purple Snowflake said, just started following. Um, let's see if I can bring that back. Julie Green. Yes, Julie Green has a great page. And a big shout out to We the Deplorables. $50 donation. I'm late to the show today. I'll go back and watch from the beginning. Split this with Eli and the Slurp Fund. God bless you and thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. Without justice, you have no society. Very, very, very powerful statement. And that's what this show is all about. All right? All right, here we go. Major, major news here. The America First Legal Foundation has uncovered massive, massive breaking and damning news, evidence, revealing a secret Twitter's partner support portal used by the federal government to come in and censor dissenting COVID-19 viewpoints on their own without even having to reach out to a Twitter executive. How big is this? Well, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this week, we talked about how, or actually it was last week, I think it was, we talked about how when Twitter reached out, or I mean, excuse me, when the FBI or the DOJ reached out to Twitter, that Twitter complied with 50% of their requests. However, unbeknownst to Twitter employees that were, um, that were complying with 50% of their requests, there was a subset of Twitter employees, powerful Twitter employees, the ones that made Jack Dorsey even do what he did, who opened up a backdoor portal for the government to go in on their own and be able to work as Twitter employees. Do you understand the unconstitutional lawlessness that this, that this is? Do you understand the jail time? Do you understand, ladies and gentlemen, how bad this is? This means that the government had direct access to interfering in our elections, locking down our communities, lying to our nurses, lying to our doctors, lying to our hospitals, lying to our healthcare officials, lying to our school boards, lying to our children, lying to schools, uh, private schools across the country, all over the world, literally lying to push their narrative. This is not the role of the federal government. And because the federal government is not an individual, it has no rights. It does not have the ability to do this. And any kind of interference in these, un, um, these constitutional rights to the American citizen is jailable at the very least. Jailable at the very least. More damning evidence of collusion between the CDC and the social media companies to stifle free speech and censor the public was revealed in the fourth batch of the explosive documents obtained by the litigation against the CDC by the nonprofit organization AFL America First Legal. Twitter allowed government officials at the CDC and other stakeholders to use a secret portal called Partner Support Portal to report and edit anything they believe to be misinformation. Previously, back in July of 2021, Dr. Shiva had investi his investigation also led to all of this, and he was pointing this out then. Now we have the proof that Dr. Shiva was right. Dr. Shiva was the first one that discovered that Twitter built in a special portal offered uh, to certain government entities that government officials can go in and flag and delete content they dislike for any reason. 
Dr. Shiva called this out way back then, and everybody said, oh, you're just this, you're just that, you're just this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the AFL has backed that up and verified that. And they said this, they tweeted this out, breaking. Following the Twitter files, AFL has obtained new documents also uncovering a secret Twitter portal the U.S. government's used to censor dissenting COVID-19 views and violate the First Amendment. Um, and then Elon Musk actually, let's get down to his, Elon Musk actually replied to this tweet and said, extremely concerning. That was yesterday. Extremely concerning. You know that if the new owner of Twitter still is having problems inside Twitter, how massive Twitter really was. How massive of an acquisition this was for Elon Musk and how big of a story this is for you and I and for all those people out there that go, who cares about Twitter? This is why. So if this is going on on Twitter, imagine what's going on on Facebook. Imagine what's going on inside of Google and YouTube. Thank God for Rumble. Thank God for Rumble. Yes, I would love to get Dr. Shiva on. I've never even reached out to Dr. Shiva. Now, what I said about Elon not even being able to have control of Twitter yet, Elon got fact-checked on a company that he owns on his own tweet. Musk was fact-checked on a tweet dated November 7th, which read, my commitment to free speech extends even not even to not banning the account following my plane, even though that is a direct personal safety risk. So there is an account out there on Twitter that literally follows Elon Musk's plane wherever it goes. Talk about a security risk, right? The description of the fact check noted the implied account in this tweet is Elon Jet, which is currently banned. So they fact checked him. Ladies and gentlemen, if they're fact checking the owner of the company, How big and powerful and how much of the government is still involved and is still infiltrated infiltrated inside this massive corporation? And again, think about Facebook. Oh my land to think about Facebook. I have two pages over there. One had a million followers. The other one had, excuse me, a half a million followers. Some of you go back to the days of here we go. We had a half a million followers on there. I would go live on my phone in my backyard on the here we go page. 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 live viewers. That's 10 times what we have right here, right now. Imagine the power that that wielded. Imagine the influence that that page wielded. Why do you think they shut it down? Who do you think shut it down? Mark Zuckerberg? You think that bugged out alien loser actually was sitting there nerding out telling people to ban me? No, it was the federal government. They banned me the the same week they banned Trump. And if you ever had any idea of how powerful the LFA voice was even back then, There's your answer right there. The government banned us. The same government that showed up on my door to intimidate me, I gave them two proverbial middle fingers in a nice way and said, have a nice day. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. And Fauci was responsible for a lot of this. That little loser, that little scumbag. Tony the Rat Face Fauci. He is responsible for so much of this. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Um, now, somebody said that, was, that, uh, that tweet was a month ago. No, but it was fact-checked recently. 
See what I'm saying? You know how they go retroactively and, and, and fact check you? And sometimes that even gets you banned. I remember when I was on Facebook, uh, they would say, oh, you've, you've just got another strike. Now you're, now you're uh, suspended for a month. And I go and I'm like, what, what post are you talking about? It was a post from two years ago. They do that. They do that retroactive crap. Anyway, and Fauci, Fauci's responsible. So you know that Fauci, Elon Musk came out and said, you know, I have two pronouns, prosecute Fauci. Well, he didn't like that. He didn't like that. So he had to come out and respond to that, which we're going to show right now. He came out and responded to that. He also came out in a response to Governor Ron DeSantis going after him and the NIH and the CDC and these loser pharmaceutical companies and all of them as well. But here is Tony Fauci, Tony the rat face Fauci. Here is his response to Elon Musk saying my pronouns are prosecute Fauci, this arrogant little SOB. But watch how weak and depleted he looks. Watch how weak and depleted. He looks like a skeleton. He looks like he's got COVID and AIDS. He looks like he's got herpigonosyphil AIDS and he's dying from it right now. Someone with that big a megaphone yeah. labels you a criminal. Well, to be honest with you, Andrea, I don't, I don't pay attention to that. I mean, yeah, he has a big megaphone, but I mean, the Twitter sphere as it is has really gone berserk lately. It's Aww. going to become almost a cesspool of misinformation. Yeah. And with the rise of disinformation and misinformation, are we developing an anti-science? Yeah. Yeah. No. In no. The answer is yes. The short answer to your question, uh, Andrea. But the other thing that's is that there's so much misinformation that we, we we're experiencing the normalization of untruths where there's so much disinformation that's spread predominantly through social media that people just get so used to the untruths that it becomes normalized, which wow. is really bad because then you don't push wow. back against it. How do you feel when wow. someone with okay. that- That sounds exactly like what we've been going through for the last five years, doesn't it? You start pushing this too much and then people start to believe it. Uh, can anybody say lockdowns? Can anybody say COVID-19? Can anybody say vaccines? Can anybody say Russia hoax? Can anybody say Mar-a-Lago raid? Can anybody say nuclear codes? Can anybody say, come on, Tony? Did you see how weak and depleted he looked? Did you see how feckless and un unable he, he looks now? He ain't smiling anymore, is he? He isn't laughing anymore, is he? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. No, no. Where's the funny Tony Fauci? Where's the one that laughs in the face of criticism? You didn't look like you were laughing now. Oh, I saw this is really bad. I know he's got a big megaphone and this is starting to get really bad. Oh, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I think you're getting a little bit scared there, Tony the Ratface Fauci. Also, ladies and gentlemen, he came out and responded to uh, Ron DeSantis basically saying the same thing. This is dangerous. This is going to end up killing people. You mean like COVID-19? You mean like the vaccines? You mean like the lockdowns? Huh? That's going to destroy America for generations and generations to come. You mean like those, Tony Fauci? Oh, Ron DeSantis is just, he's an election denier. He's a COVID denier. No, you're, you're, you lady, you need to be denied life. That's what you need to be denied. You need to, you need to be denied your next breath, Tony Fauci. You have killed and hurt so many people. You've killed and hurt so many people. What a sorry excuse. What a loser, ladies and gentlemen. 
Anyway, I want to I want to clean it up a little bit in here. I want to clean up the conversation here. So let's talk about Enviro Cleanse, ladies and gentlemen. You want to stay COVID free. You want to stay flu free. You want to stay sickness free. You know, sickness in the air, germs in the air. You must get an Enviro Cleanse. Say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. Enviro Cleanse. One more time. N Viro cleanse. Let's clean out this swamp air that has been caused in this country. Let's clean out all the BS. And the best way to do that was with the best air purifier in the business. We actually have had ours on for the last 24 hours. I've never let it run for 24 hours. We usually let it run anywhere from 8 to 12 hours and we shut it off. I actually kept it on, ladies and gentlemen, the last 12, 24 hours. Another big difference. When I came upstairs, from the uh, from the bedroom this morning, walked into the uh, to the main uh, part of the house. I was like, wow! It was like I walked outside on a fresh summer day. Enviro Cleanse, ladies and gentlemen, go to ekpure.com. Ekpure.com. Use the promo code LFA. Get yourself a nice Christmas discount. Get it during the holidays and uh, save yourself some money. Okay, ekpure.com. All right. Um, I don't have a lot of time, but I do want to say. Um, I want to show a very uh, viewer discretion advised. I'll just say that viewer discretion advised. Now, if you have a child in the room that you don't mind sees this, it's going to be talking about um, it's going to be talking about transgenders who went through the the change, the sexual change, the surgeries, and the complications that they're dealing with from it. Now, not only physically but emotionally too, ladies and gentlemen. This is very graphic, and you are going to hear a couple f bombs in here. You are going to hear a couple swear words in here. So if there's any kids that you don't want to hear the swear words or that you don't want to see this, please get them out of the room now. But I will say to you, this is very important for everybody to see because as we mess with God's body, this body that he gave us, this beautiful, wonderful blessing that he gave us, as we mess with the natural order of things, more and more stuff like this is going to come out. So kids, while it's trendy to be a tranny now, and while it's trendy to do puberty blockers and get your breasts cut off and get your penises cut off, I'd think twice. And if your parents are brave enough to let you watch this, last warning, here we go. I've had 20 complications in the span of over a month and a half, and that's a lot. I've been battling the, the question of why did I get it in the first place? Sometimes I wish that I had my breasts back. There was really nothing that could prepare me for this surgery and for the complications I was going through. Why can't I pee? And it was due to a complication from phalloplasty. I have been wearing a catheter and draining from that for the past seven months. About a year ago, I had my bottom surgery and uh, a lot went on. Um, I'm not gonna get into the details, but it did not go well. And I got a truly catastrophically bad result. It's atrociously bad. It does not resemble human anatomy in any way. Wow. Eight months ago, I got bottom surgery or gender confirmation surgery. So I had a PP and now I have a vagina. And let me just preface this by saying I do not regret getting surgery. I do not regret oh, it. Oh yeah, wait, So wait, wait I don't want watch. any of y'all conservative ass bitches to twist my words. I do not fucking regret surgery. However, I knew recovery was going to be hard, but nobody tells you that it could be this fucking hard to the point where it's like extremely tight and uncomfortable i got top surgery in august of 2022 so this year um and i don't regret top surgery but i do regret who i got surgery with my top surgery incision split open and started bleeding i flew back to ohio and the bleeding did not stop 
I was waking up to blood all over my clothes and sheets right, every right, single right, day. Right. I think I that's enough. I think you guys get the picture, amen? Sad, isn't it? Sad, gross, dangerous, slap in the face of God. Look what these people are dealing with. Every child in America that's in a public school right now that is being pushed and pressured into this trend will destroy their lives if they've succumbed to this. They will destroy their lives if they succumb to this. And we as parents have got to stop this. This is not good. This is not okay. This is dangerous on every level. And we've got to stop this. Ladies and gentlemen, before I let you go today, and I had to show you that. I had to show you that. And I do apologize. I do. But I had to show you guys that. I had to show you what this trend is doing. The danger of this transgender culture and this trend that we're dealing with. It's very, very bad. Very bad. Uh, I wanted to talk quickly about cities using federal emergency COVID money to give guaranteed incomes. But I think we're going to carry that over to tonight. Because I wanted to go to Trump's Truth Social for a minute. Because right now, rhinos are out there writing stories like on the Hill saying the question Republicans dare not ask. Will Trump Trump drop out of the 2024 presidential race early because of his bad midterm performance? That is what rhinos are saying right now. So if I can do this, let's do a side by side. I want to pull this up real quick. This is what uh, Donald Trump is posting on his true social right now outside of the stupid playing cards that nobody really cares about. These are uh, posts that Donald J. Trump put up this morning. If Donald Trump ran for president again in 2024, would you support or oppose him for the Republican nomination? Now, this was done by McLaughlin and Associates. This basically goes out to everybody, okay? This is literally a widely, widely polled um, company, McLaughlin and Associates. Now, they'll pull specific biases once in a while, but this was a general poll. And uh, again, if Donald Trump runs for president in 2024 again, this is a hypothetical, uh, would you support him? Look at this. 77% that answered this said they would support. Uh, 55 said strongly support. 23 said somewhat support. And it goes down from there. Let's move on. Who is better? To beat Joe Biden in 2024 elections for president, Donald Trump, or would you prefer somebody else? Here we go. 59% Donald Trump, 36% somebody else, 5% refused. Don't know, basically. Here's another one. If 2024 Republican primary presidential election were held today, which of the following best describes how you would vote in the Republican primary for president between Donald Trump versus Ron DeSantis? Now, Trump put this stuff out, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't, okay? Here we go. 58% Donald Trump. 44% say definitely. 10% say probably. 4% say lean. 36% for Ron DeSantis. Still over a double-digit lead for Donald J. Trump. And then he says this. Our country is a mess. This was election interference. The disinformation was coming from the FBI and Facebook. It was coming from Adam Schiff and Democrat operatives. This was a very damaging story to Biden before the election, and they were going to kill it. Bottom line, the election was rigged, stolen. Miranda Devine as interviewed by Mark Levin. Amazing. I don't know how much I care about Mark Levin anymore. I think he's part of the Rhino Fox crowd. But long story short, ladies and gentlemen, I was expecting something a lot bigger from Trump today, an announcement. We got playing cards. 
I'll take it. I'm not happy about it. I'm more focused on reality here. And reality is majority of the country is still behind this man. His uh, popularity is still at an all-time high. And if you don't believe me, just have him open up a uh, rally in the middle of Nebraska cornfield somewhere and watch tens of thousands of people show up. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. God bless each and every one of you. Do not forget, if you go to JeremyHerald.com right now and you're part of the newsletter, then you know you got a 20% code off every morning. Use that pro uh, that promo code. Get yourself Big Bang MAGA t-shirts, leather, patriotic keychains, all right? Winter hats, armor of God fleece blankets, the Rise Up Coffee, Jesus Calling t-shirts. We've got so much freedom. You can't beat Trump. So much men, women, all of it. Get your stuff today, jeremyherald.com, and do not forget to go to mypillow.com. Help out. Mike Lindell, and use the promo code LFA there too. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy, Unafraid, is coming up next. Keep giving us those rumbles, guys. We finished all in the top 30 yesterday. We thank you so much for that. You guys are making the channel hotter than ever. Rumble on your way out. I love you. Mike Crispy coming up next. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace.